Today, let's talk about fake volume on crypto exchanges, specifically after an article came out on the block accusing KuCoin of fake volume and uh, shady market making practices uh, before delisting projects. Also want to talk about Samsung and their new crypto wallet within the uh, Galaxy S10 and why I think it is uh, out of all the phone related crypto wallets so far definitely the biggest news around what's going on everybody it's your boy crypto bobby hope you are having a great day great night wherever you are watching or listening into and welcome to another edition of the crypto bobby podcast like i said a lot of really interesting discussion today on big volume which is really a big problem in the crypto space and with this episode uh, i have a video on YouTube that goes over, uh, at least you could visualize it if you'd like to see how some of this fake volume actually looks, because it might be helpful to see it on the charts. I will also link to the pairs that I discuss uh, in the podcast description as well. Before we get into it, I want to talk to you guys about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. You know the right hire can make a huge impact on your business, and that's why it's so important to find the right person. But where do you actually find that individual? Well, you can post a job on a job board and hope the right person will actually find you. But think about it. How often do you personally hang out on the job boards? Don't leave finding someone great to chance when you can post your job to the place where people go every day to make connections, grow their career, and discover job opportunities. That place is LinkedIn. Most LinkedIn members haven't even visited the top job boards, but nine out of 10 members are open to new job opportunities. And with 70% of the US workforce on LinkedIn, posting on LinkedIn is the best way to get your job opportunity in front of more of the right people. People who are actually qualified for your role and also ready for something new. And that's why a new hire is made every 10 seconds using LinkedIn. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Bobby today, you get $50 off your first job post. Again, that's linkedin.com slash B-O-B-B-Y to get $50 off your first job post. LinkedIn.com slash B-O-B-B-Y. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go. So we've talked a little bit about fake volume on the channel here before, but what has brought up this discussion and why I want to cover it today specifically uh, is there is an article that came out today from the block, uh, theblockcrypto.com. If you're not following them, definitely a good site for crypto-related news. And this came from Isabel Woodford, one of their writers there. The title of the article being KuCoin's Leaked Volume Boosting Offers Draw accusations of wash trading. So really at a very high level, what happened? Uh, KuCoin, which is a Hong Kong exchange uh, that has triple platinum, titanium, Ninja Turtle uh, ambassadors here and there, somewhere across the YouTube space. Uh, But so the block has found KuCoin, a major Hong Kong exchange, uh, asking projects at risk of being delisted to pay substantial volume-boosting fees. And while this has often been rumored here before, multiple sources say KuCoin has actually asked them to pay for this service. And then KuCoin told the block that those communications have actually come from fake or rogue employees. So really, we'll, we'll dive into exactly what that means. So there is, uh, KuCoin had come out and said there were 16 tokens uh, in late 2018 that were delisted from the platform. They came out and said, actually, those were, you know, useless tokens. Uh, They weren't actually generating any trading volumes. 
and they were pointless. However, uh, the block reached out to some of those 16 tokens uh, that were delisted from KuCoin in late 2018, and at least four of them had received an ultimatum from KuCoin asking them to pay $180,000 in volume-boosting fees or risk being delisted. And one of those network or one of those uh, cryptocurrencies was Jabril. Uh, I've actually met a few folks on the Jabril team before, but Jabril, Encryption, Publica, and Unicorn were all advised that uh, they would be delisted, uh, or the only other way to not be delisted was if they were to uh, pump volume by any means necessary. And then by pumping volume by any means necessary, they were introduced to market making relationships with. Um, with market makers that would pump the volume of their specific tokens so that uh, they would be able to stay on KuCoin. Now, what does this all mean like at a really high level? Okay, so if you're KuCoin and you have a bunch of tokens on your exchange and they're not generating any volume, uh, that's not great because number one, you're not making fees. Uh, and the thing about volume in cryptocurrency, or at least on cryptocurrency exchanges is there's kind of this like coin market cap where volume begets volume. If you go on coin market cap, if I'm an investor, if you're an investor, if I go on coin market cap and I'll pop over here uh, onto coin market cap and I want to find out where something's trading, if I scroll down, we'll say, uh, here we go, let's see Chainlink. We got all the Chainlink homies that uh, always love Chainlink. So if I want to click on markets and I want to buy Chainlink right now, Binance is the number one market for Chainlink, but maybe I don't want to go to Binance. The number two market is actually BitTrue, which I've never heard of before, but maybe it's a legit exchange, maybe it's not. I have no idea. But the link to XRP token is, or the link to XRP pair is the largest one. But if I am uh, trying as an exchange to get new users to my platform, I am never going to be able to get new users to my platform if I'm down here like gate.io and my pair is linked to ETH and there's only $300 in volume. So what might happen is in this case, you have KuCoin or you have market KuCoin trying to pay market makers or trying to involve market makers with these projects that aren't generating enough liquidity on and trading volume on KuCoin. What they're trying to do is introduce those projects to market makers, make them pay a fee to stay on the platform. That way, these market makers are trading back and forth, essentially generating fake volume. And when they generate that fake volume, what that does is that moves KuCoin up this list higher and higher and higher so that people actually see it on Coin market cap and other places that show trading venues, and they say, "Oh wow, you know, KuCoin maybe has a couple hundred thousand dollars in volume. I have a KuCoin account. I can go trade that pair on KuCoin instead of going somewhere else." Uh, and in reality, though, that one hundred thousand dollars of volume isn't real volume. That's just kind of wash trading back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that's where the problem arises. If you as a as a user, as a trader go to execute a trade on that platform, there's not really any liquidity there. The book is actually super thin. And maybe you just receive a ton of slippage when you put in an order if it's of any size, or nobody takes your order, whatever it might be. It's very problematic. Now, in addition to that, one of the other alternatives why an exchange like KuCoin might fake volume is because or have their projects force them to essentially fake volume through the utilization of market makers who are performing essentially wash trading. Uh, one of the other reasons they might be doing that is for token listing fees as well. Now, if you, like I said before, volume begets volume. And if you have a bunch of 
fake volume that starts to generate real volume and it kind of creates this whole snowball effect of that volume rolling downhill and picking up steam and picking up steam once you start doing that you'll have projects come to you that might be more willing to pay for uh higher listing fees to get onto your exchange as well so that's another point that i definitely want to make is that this is also utilized in certain respects with volume and listing transaction fees. Now this type of behavior is not by any stretch limited to KuCoin. Uh, there are other exchanges that have done this before. There are other exchanges that will do this. And there are also other exchanges that will have this really, really obvious fake volume, trash volume, just super obvious wash trading. So if you're listening on the podcast, um, I will link to this this trading pair that you can check out on KuCoin. It's GGC and it's the Bitcoin trading pair, but there are others that we'll look at as well. But if you look at this on KuCoin, this is the eight hour chart. You could see that the volume across the board is basically just buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, keeping the price completely flat across the board. And then that has happened just really without any type of volume spikes. You can look at this in five seconds and tell that this is fake volume. Volume candles should almost never be exactly flat horizontally. That's absolutely outrageous, especially in the crypto markets. So if you look at this, you can really see across the board on an eight hour time frame. if you do it on the daily time frame as well, um, it is painfully, painfully obvious how fake that this volume is uh, with somebody there just kind of wash trading back and forth uh, as you look at it. And you can see here too, actually with GGC, I have no idea what that is. I have no idea if this what this token serves to do. But if you look at GGC, the market maker bot actually stopped running for two days and there was literally no, vol <laughs> there was literally no trading whatsoever. The second that market maker bot stopped moving, there was no volume whatsoever. There was, it looks like almost one trade uh, occurred. And I'm sure you can go back and actually review the order book on that. But it looks like literally there was one trade in two days without that market making bot wash trading to keep that volume up. So really incredible to look at. And like I said, it's not just GG. See, if we pull up Go, which again, I have no idea what Go is. I have no idea what the token is, but it's on KuCoin. If we pull up Go on the ETH pair, you can see that this volume again across the board is pretty much flat for the time being, regardless of the moves. Uh, again, indicating that this is essentially wash trading via some market maker, shady market maker. And as soon as that looks like in the past two days that that volume, that... <laughs> that fake volume has died off been kind of interesting to watch what's happened to the price there's been a, at least a little bit of a dip recently because there's probably not much of an order book to support at all any type of sales or market depth there so definitely something that is another example of how kind of this shady practice looks like and if you want to see too so we'll hop over to an actual kind of real exchange we pop over to something like the gdax order book uh, on the ETH to BTC pair, obviously a, a much more liquid pair, but you can see that you know buying action and heavy buy volume corresponds with increases in the price. Also, subsequently, when there is a large red candle on the volume aspect, you're going to see a subsequent corresponding there. It's not just flat 
green, red, flat, green, red, flat, green, red across the board, regardless of what happens with the price. Uh, so something to really look at when you are trying to evaluate whether or not an exchange is faking volume on a certain pair. Now, Sylvain Ribes or Ribes, I probably butchering the pronunciation, apologize on that one. Uh, but Sylvain put out a blog post, and I had actually talked about this in the past too. But this was from March 10th of 2018. It's an 11 minute read. It's entitled Chasing Fake Volume, A Crypto Plague, which discussed how OKX, the number one exchange rated by volume at the time, had approximately 93% of its volume coming from similar market-making shenanigans and you know providing charts to look at showing exactly what fake volume really at the time looked like uh, in comparison to real volume where you had uh, the LTC BTC pair on OKX versus what that looked like on Poloniex at the time and how you could tell the actual differentiators between the absurdly consistent volume which you see on fake market making wash trading type uh type pairs versus when that market when the volatility and you see spikes dips uh, and actual variations in the volume on a real pair on crypto exchanges so i will link that post in the description below uh, in youtube and on the podcast as well so what does all this mean for you number one i would think you know this is certainly in my opinion this is most definitely happening on KuCoin, uh, and this is most definitely happening on other uh, centralized cryptocurrency exchanges as well, uh, and even probably some decentralized cryptocurrency exchanges that have a visible order book, um, where you know it is the same situation which I talked about before, where if you have volume occurring on your platform, it's going to increase other people to come, whether or not that volume, initial volume, that initial spike is actually legit and is actually real. So as a potential trader, as somebody who's an investor, look at the volume on some of these exchanges on the specific pairs. If the volume is flat across the board, if there is no variations uh, on that volume whatsoever, uh, might be, you know, maybe do a little bit more due diligence before trading on that pair or on that exchange as a whole, because that, uh, you know, might indicate a little bit of tomfoolery happening on that specific pair or also on that exchange. Now, in addition to that, I would, in my personal opinion, I think, you know, you just want to be uh, aware of what can happen with that. Uh, and if you are somebody that has a large you know, bit of an investment, you're trying to buy or trying to sell, when you go to do that, it's likely that either those orders really aren't there, you're just going to face a really large amount of slippage. So you know, also keep that in mind when you are trading is the, you know, the dangers of slippage if you have a larger order, or even probably a moderate size order with the amount of uh, tomfoolery happening on some of these exchanges as well. Now in positive news, Samsung has confirmed the Galaxy S10 will include private crypto key storage. And uh, in my opinion, this is actually pretty awesome news. Um, I am a person that will likely not really have any interest in carrying uh, cryptocurrency on my phone or let's say anything over a hundred dollars worth of cryptocurrency on my phone uh, just because of security risks or anything like that but as a uh, as a whole for the industry i think this is absolutely a net positive and i think this is a a great thing to see uh, and there's a number of reasons why it's a great thing. So first of all, this was actually confirmed by Samsung. This has been rumored to happen for uh, quite some time now, but this is a new function they are using in the form of what they call Samsung Knox. And the Galaxy S10 is built with defense-grade Samsung Knox 
as well as secure storage backed by hardware, which houses your private keys for blockchain enabled mobile services. Um, comes with a variety of other features. And this is interesting too, because, and this is one of the biggest, this is one of the biggest components of this. A lot of people are probably like, well, what about the HTC phone? What about the Siren Labs phone? What about the, the Finney? This is, this is huge. So uh, this is straight from Coindesk and I'll, I'll paraphrase it a little bit. But so the S10, the Galaxy S10 grows, uh, joins a growing line of smartphones designed with cryptocurrencies in mind, including the HTC Exodus One and the Siren Labs Finney, both of which were announced last year. Uh, Samsung is the, the, the latest uh, phone manufacturer to announce this type of phone, but is also the largest. So it has by far the largest distribution uh, potential there. Now, this is the biggest part. Not only is Samsung the largest phone manufacturer um, to release this type of phone, but this is Samsung's flagship line. So this is not like an offshoot phone or this is not some like, you know, little side thing that Samsung is just like, oh, you know, we're, we're releasing this little feature, but it's going to be on some phone that nobody's going to buy. This is actually on their flagship line with four different devices that fall under the S10 umbrella. Uh, so it will fill a very wide market. And lastly, this is the most important part, in my opinion, uh, in contrast to the HTC Xs one that can only be bought using Bitcoin or Ether. And the Finney can only be purchased using the Siren token. The Galaxy can be purchased utilizing whatever the hell you want to purchase it with. Um, the fact that the HTC Exodus 1 is only to be bought by Bitcoin and Ether, and the Finney can only be bought by the Siren token. Good luck with that, um, Siren Labs. Seriously, good luck with that. I, I, shit, I don't know. That's <laughs> could be a problem. Um, the Galaxy S10 can be purchased, you know, or the Galaxy S10 varieties can be purchased uh, in the way you actually would normally purchase a phone. Uh, so I think that that's pretty huge. And I think that uh, in the long run, if you are interested in seeing uh, greater cryptocurrency adoption, the fact that you know, basically one of the largest, if not the largest phone manufacturer in the planet, uh, and one of the most popular, you know, kind of uh, in addition to or alongside of Apple, uh, is building a cryptocurrency enabled wallet within their uh, phone is, in my opinion, pretty large news, especially the fact that it is in their latest flagship line and not in some offshoot, um, you know, piece of crap line, you know, phone that they're just throwing off to the side to appease a few people. Pretty big news, in my opinion. So outside of that, what am I looking at right now in the crypto markets as a whole? Bitcoin still slightly below $4,000, sitting at 39.20 as of the time of recording this video. I would personally love to see Bitcoin break $4,000 and hold above that for a bit of time. We haven't seen $4,000 Bitcoin, at least on GDAX and some of the other exchanges outside of Bitfinex for really since uh, the, the first week of January. And we were pretty, we're not above $4,000 for an extended period of time. It was about four or five days. And at that point in time, once we failed to kind of gain any momentum above $4,000. We went back and retested that $3,300 low range that we've gone after before. So would love to see Bitcoin break above $4,000 and hold that range uh, for quite some time. Otherwise, I think we might re might have a retest back to the low threes that we've seen before. Um, 
And with that too, there has been some continued opportunities in some of the the small to mid cap coins as well. Makers continue to pump, which has been uh, somewhat impressive. And I don't want to say surprising, but impressive to see makers up, I believe 25% uh, in the past seven days. Uh, and a variety of other cryptocurrencies have, have pumped pretty hard recently or pumped in comparison to what uh, used to be pumping in the cryptocurrency market. But uh, I'm definitely keeping an eye on Bitcoin at that $4,000 mark, Ethereum at that 150 mark uh, and what that might look like. But there certainly are other opportunities throughout the market if Bitcoin can at least hold where we are right now. Would love to hear your thoughts on fake volume in the comments below. And if you are on the podcast, uh, definitely feel free to hit me up on Twitter at crypto underscore Bobby. Always love to hear your thoughts there. But do you think that Fake volume in the crypto market is a massive problem. Is it something that you've noticed elsewhere? Would love to hear if you have any examples of cryptocurrency fake volume pairs on exchanges. Definitely feel free to hit me up on Twitter or in the comments below. That would be awesome. Would love to see those. If you enjoyed this video, really hope you did. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button. Thank you so much for your time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a great day. Peace.